You're listening to episode number 470 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas, including 30 episodes of Vintage Vegas, 45 anti-ups, 82 Vegas cocktails, and lots more with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. All right, gang, so... Uh, I have just a few more categories here for us to uh, finish up with as it relates to the casino player best of in 2022. And I've got 2023 beside me. So what I think I'll do going forward now into 2024 is I will real quick, like rattle off what the winners were for 2022. And then I'll roll into 2023 and say, you know, here's what stayed the same or here's what changed. Do we think that that's a worthy uh, winner in the new year? Uh, but we do need to finish up 2022. And these are going to be fun because these are all, uh, as far as I'm concerned, liquid inspired and i mean that from the <laughs> drinky drink standpoint so best place for cocktails all right okay downtown the best place for cocktails should be no surprise legacy club at circa because it was the brand new hit on the block yeah in 2022 yeah i, uh, I don't know if it's better than vicky's i would say vicky's is the best well you don't have the views in vicky's okay that's fair that's fair you want to tie in the view with the, with great cocktails that that that, that would make it better yeah I mean, Vic, Vicky's is cool. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I would. I would, would still say your point is valid. Well, gee, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, I will tell you, Karen. You, in without realizing it, although I don't know if this is a fair win, you picked the uh, downtown locale spot because it has to be the view. The best uh, place for cocktails is the Voodoo Rooftop Nightclub and Lounge at Rio. Hmm. Huh. I know, right? That's that's interesting. When you think about all the places to actually get good cocktails in Vegas, any of the tiki lounges that yeah. we talk about ad nauseum on this podcast, or I'm so a wait, real so big that's, fan. That's saying that that's the best overall cocktails? No, off street. For locals. For oh, locals, for locals. Yep. Locals, sorry. Oh, okay. And for on the strip, this is an interesting win. <laughs> Pun slightly intended. Paracel Bar, uh, Bar Paracel at Win Las Vegas. I would disagree. Is the best place to get cocktails I, on the strip. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. I mean, if we're again going on views, I would have to say... Um, Skyfall, if what's going on the views. the place at Mandalay? Skyfall. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. That's that, I'm surprised that one didn't win, especially in light of the fact that Legacy Club and Voodoo Rooftop seem to have that theme of people wanting views yeah. with mm. their cocktails. Um, all right. The best after-hour spot for downtown is Claude's Bar at Golden Nugget. I don't know anything about that place. Yeah, me neither. Nope. Can't, nope. can't weigh in on that one. Uh, for locals, best after-hour spot was considered to be Drop Bar at the Green Valley Ranch. I've only been to Green Valley twice, so I can't I can't speak to it. Yeah, I can't. And then <laughs> this one will probably make a whole bunch of our listeners either go, yeah, right on, right on, right on, or they'll veer their car off the highway in a snit of rage. <laughs> the best after hour spot on the strip, the pepper mill. <laughs> huh. I like that. I like that one. Yeah. Because I'm thinking after hours, I'm thinking after 2 a.m. Yeah. 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 It would have to be. I mean, it would have to be late. Well, especially nowadays, it, like shit isn't open 24 hours anymore. You got to go to the pepper mill. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind that one. Yeah. All right. Best bar. The best bar downtown was, and this is an intriguing pick. I, this would not have even shown up on my radar. 
Hogs and Heifers Saloon was the best huh. downtown bar. Yeah, no, wouldn't wouldn't have been on my radar either. I mean, we've never been inside it. Fair enough. So. It's scary. Well, it's exactly. loud. <laughs> we are... <clears throat> I mean, the good news is we'd walk in and they'd be like, those fuckers aren't at all going to be. An Dude, it's like it's park. like when Karen and I go to a corn concert, though, like we we do not fit in with the crowd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're we are the most tame, tame attendees to those right. concerts. That like, you're oh, did see. you bring your kids? You know, <laughs> a place you guys might actually have voted for for the best bar for locals was Lucky Bar at Red Rocks Casino. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if it's the best. Well, I, if we're just going bar, I, I, I get stuck on cocktails for a second. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because initially I was like, I don't think they have a cocktail menu, but that's not what they're asking for. Um, no, I like Lucky Bar. That's a good one. Yeah, agreed. And uh, ten years ago, Tony wants to punch present day Tony in the nuts by saying the well deserved winner of best bar on the strip, Chandelier Bar. Yeah, it's that's mm. that's a no brainer. Yeah, I'd great cocktails, that. great environment, great video. Po- well, it's not it's video poker on the strip, over, but over, yeah. And the last one, this is our this is it for 2022. The best craft beer selection. There were only Ooh. two. There was a downtown winner and a strip winner. There was no locals winner. That's fair. Uh, the and I think this will probably be no surprise for the best craft beer selection downtown. Should was have been seven restaurant. Triple seven. Oh, no. Yeah. Not in 2022. Not 2022. That should have been banger. It should have been banger. And, uh, well, see, I would have considered that to be a local's best. But it's downtown. That's downtown. Well, that's fair. That's, yeah, that's. The locals, I would argue, is that if you're going to call locals, you got to say arts district. So 2023 needs to have like an arts district or something like that. Definitely. And on the strip, I cannot speak to this. The still at Mirage was considered to be the best cocktail beer, uh, best uh, craft beer selection. You know what? I've been to the still. I didn't know they had a whole bunch of craft beers. I probably would have tried them. Yeah, I, I can't weigh in on that one either. But then again, I'm not a big beer drinker. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yes, yes. Well, and I think, like I said, it'll be fun. Now, the next time we go back and, and roll into 2023, I'll just very briefly remind you who the 2022 winners was. And we'll. I think it would be fun to compare and contrast because now... Is some of the rose off? Is some of the bloom off the rose that is circa? Right. I, I have not looked at it. It will be just as new to me as it will be for for you folks to get to hear it. Um, I will be interested to see how many slots uh, circa had in 2022 that they don't have. Right. In right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It is interesting. I would, if I had to predict, I would say we're going to start to see a bunch of Resorts World uh, show up on there. And uh, same thing in 2024. You're going to see a bunch of Fountain Blue because everybody's just excited about it. I, I don't I mean, and I'm not I'm not shitting on it, you know, but it, it's I think Circa is just a level above these. Like they, they haven't brought anything new really to the market that Circa did. Circa did several new things in the market. Well, and remind me, Tony, who who votes on this stuff or who, who uh, decides this? Allegedly, it's individuals like myself who have, yeah, yeah, subscriptions to Casino Player because you literally tear the page out and you write your answer in. Um, So to to the best of my knowledge, it doesn't it's not even a like out of these five uh, craft beer places, which do you select? Like, I think you actually have to hand write in the bar you want to. pick. You know, I need to get another subscription to Casino Player magazine. I haven't had one in a long time and I really enjoyed that. It's, you know, listen, it is a, it is a, uh, it's a trashy little, let me put it this way. <laughs> it's a Casino, Casino Player Magazine was a lot more valuable back in the early aughts before the internet was as Agreed. prevalent as Agreed. it was. There's almost nothing that, frankly, and because it's, you know, and it's a magazine, which means it's also moderately out of date by the time you get it in your mailbox. Right. Listening to this podcast, I usually can flip through 90% of you know, the what's happening sort of articles and stories. <laughs> Cause and we've already talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. See, now I'm but, interested. I'm like, what do I miss? <laughs> that they cover. Almost nothing. Almost nothing. <laughs> that, oh no, no. I guess. Sorry. What I meant to say was the other five or 10% that I don't just skip through is more like little bullshit articles of people writing about dice control or mm. money management or, you know, those sorts of uh, fun little, um, uh, uh, 
what do you call that? We believe in something. Superstitions. You know, fun little superstitions that people. Right. Have. Right. Okay. Got it. I, I think they've got a, a digital version. I think I, I think I am gonna gonna subscribe again. There you go. Well, listen. I think we should probably start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. One day of running a 90-second ad intermittently on the Sphere is $750,000. We got that from Vital Vegas. That seems reasonable to me. They've got to make their money back somehow. Yeah. Well, not just that. I mean, it's. I mean, first of all, it's got to be prepared by the Sphere people because it's their thing. You know, you can't really tell somebody. Oh, well, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I mean, you, you yeah. can't go to a, an outside advertising firm and say, hey, build this for us. Cause right. Nobody else is going to know how to do it. Exactly. So, I mean, it's got to come with all that, you know, built into it. Hmm. Yeah. Next up is the twit pick of the week. Magical. Well, <laughs> to someone like me, it's magical. To the layman, this is a picture of Caesar's Palace shared by Atsuma Corp before the retheming in the late 90s and early 2000s. This is so mesmerizing because you don't often see pictures of Caesars during this time, in this case, 1982, and without the lights turned on. This was a time before I knew Vegas, so to me, this is like a magic trick. I can still visit this property even though it doesn't look anything like this anymore, with the Sarno Block specifically. For those unaware, Sarno Blocks are, affect are affectionately named after Jay Sarno, who introduced them to the market with Caesars Palace. Those are concrete blocks replicating lattice work that allows the frontage to look uniform as well as backlit. This style of block is still in use today at Circus Circus, although mostly on Industrial Road. It's fascinating <laughs> to me to look at this picture and see how much land abutting the strip was dedicated to parking lots. Parking lots. Yeah. It's it's. And, and, you know, because in this day and age, I, I think to myself, why would you ever want to eat up that much real estate? Why would you not just build a parking structure? But the picture, the image we're looking at didn't have the same need for, mm -hmm. for a parking structure as it right. does present day. It's just it's also so fun to kind of just get into the mindset of what that day would have been like at whatever calendar date that, yes. that picture snapped at. Yes. Well, and there's a ton of empty land just north of it, too. So, I mean, if you you talk about how much real estate are you leaving open, you know, they they had yeah. plenty to pick from at yeah. that point. Yeah. I, and one last observation, I guess, on this whole thing going away from being a parking lot to what is their present day. I got to say, I really do dig that Las Vegas wants to make things so spectacular to the eye. And, and, and without... Without going down the, the, the beating the dead horse of the de-theming aspect and how much I hate it. What I do love is when you cross that that walkway, if you're coming from Bally's and you're, or excuse me, I guess it would have been Cromwell, and you're crossing over the strip to, and then you got to go down those steps to get to the where um, Absinthe plays at the tent and whatnot. All of that is just so beautifully visually stunning Agreed. to take in, especially when you're at the top of those steps and you can kind of, look over it and out at it. I love that more be, than than what this image would look like. This image looks like, you know, no offense to the, the fine casinos of the Midwest. This looks like it could have been <laughs> taken at any Midwest uh, casino present day. Nice. So there you go. Uh, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. Brought to you by stripwalking.com. For the ultimate customizable POV walking experience in Vegas, check out stripwalking.com. The book, Like an Onion, The Vegas Skim, is the most succinct telling of the mob's time in Vegas that we've ever read. It cuts through all the myths and gives you the details of organized crime's time in the city. It specifically focuses on how the mob stole money before it was reported as earnings to the IRS and how it worked until it didn't anymore. Learn how the mob controlled the entire operation with a single point man whose job it was to make sure that the skim ran as smoothly as possible. This masterpiece is a quick read and very much worth every moment you put into it. Like an Onion, The Vegas Skim is available now on Amazon.com. 
first off, oh boy, we've got some 360 Vegas Vacation 14 news to drop. Yes, what do we, got? we worked out the details and we are finally ready to announce them for 360 Vegas Vacation 14. As a reminder, it will be Sunday through Tuesday, June 23rd through the 25th. And what we've got planned for you is on Sunday, the 23rd at 6 p.m., we're going to have a meet and greet at the Furnace at the Downtown Grand. Then at 8 p.m., we're going to stay at the Downtown Grand and just do some group gaming. That's all we got for you on Sunday. Coming up Monday, 1 p.m., we got Flight Club at Palazzo. Now, that is going to be an RSVP with some money uh, required. Uh, it's $90 a person for three hours. That includes the cost of play as well as all you can drink, well booze, and domestic beer. We only have room for 20 people there, so you're going to want to RSVP on that one quick. And then 6 p.m., we got the 360 Vegas Family Meet and Greet at Alto Bar at Caesars Palace. This year, we're going to be featuring Strip Walking, Vegas Confessions, Vegas Near Me, and Vital Vegas. Or at least those are our confirmed so far. We, we may add a few more in there. You That's never correct. know. That's Absolutely. correct. Absolutely. And then Tuesday, 8 a.m., we have the 360 Vegas Exercise Experience with Raising Las Vegas. You'll need to RSVP on that one. We just put a Twitter poll out on Friday to determine if that experience will be a hike, a run, or a $38 Soul Cycle class at Win. Are you familiar with this, Soul Cycle? Never heard of it. I'm, I've heard of it. I'm assuming it's just a it, uh, it's a cycling class, like a yeah. Word, yeah. Um, like a spin class. Yeah, I yeah. think SoulCycle is just the brand name yeah. on it. Next up, back by popular demand, at noon we will have a 360 Vegas Cocktails event. This will be at a Flamingo Suite. You'll need to RSVP for that. It's going to be $70 per person. We've only got room for 15 of you. And then finally, 3 p.m., we will have group gaming at the Flamingo. Now, times and events are confirmed, but venues are subject to change. Follow the hashtag 360VV14 for any changes. You'll need to do that on Twitter. The ability to RSVP will come out next Friday. Patreon subscribers will have the ability to RSVP 30 days in advance of general availability. <laughs> Which means those RSVP well, ones are going to yeah, be full. Yeah, they'll all be Patreon. <laughs> I mean, they, they have been as, as long as we've been doing it. Yeah. It, well, frankly, I, I like the fact, Mark, that you're giving folks... Uh, as week. of recording it today, a week, seven days, yeah, to sign up for Patreon. Um, this is your chance, for folks, to get in there and get it because these these one hundred percent will be sold out. All of the uh, anything that is a RSVP. Now I don't know. I guess it maybe depends on uh, what raising Las Vegas does. Usually there's no uh, charge no there's no charge for her. We just need the RSVP so she knows who. Well, to, unless who to they just unless the Twitter poll that. decides to do the cycling. Well, no, if they do, uh, she said that they're gonna they're just gonna pay for it on site. They're not gonna do any. Oh, early. nice, okay. nice, 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 nice. There you go. That makes sense. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, this is a lot of fun, Mark. Do you wanna do you wanna share some of the man behind the curtain conversations that you and I had had about the different things that we talked about? Yeah. What do you got in mind? Just, uh, you know, you and I went back and forth, not not adversarially, just kind of bouncing ideas back and forth with one another about uh, the furnace at Downtown Grand uh, versus some other places. And then the gaming also being at Downtown Grand. And this was, you know, this will be not new to us, but not typical that we have our, our meetup right at the same location generally speaking that we go gamble yeah typically now we have done it before we've done it at the d but i think the reason that feels so different is because the d where we would have our meet and greet is upstairs and then gaming Mm -hmm. is typically downstairs um and then same with same thing with circa you know uh that that gaming that 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 area is so vast that uh you know you're at vegas vicky's and she's kind of in a pocket over by the entrance uh by check-in and then you've got the rest of the resort. So it, it doesn't feel like it's the same. Whereas with Downtown Grand, since it's an intimate venue, you know, the, the, the bar where we're all going to meet up is just right in the heart of the, of the casino. Yeah. So we, had, we really discussed this at length. I mean, we went on scouting trips and took pictures of, uh, of various bars that we thought would, uh, would accommodate. And, um, Man, there were some great ones out there, but our fear was that it just wouldn't accommodate. Not to mention, we also wanted to to give Downtown Grand as much business as we could because they're now offering the only place downtown offering fucking reasonable table limits, like yeah. five and ten dollar table limits. So we, I mean, we're we're definitely want to patronize them. 
So yeah, they it, we, we you have no idea how we agonize over some of these details. <laughs> <laughs> how how you agonize over some of these details? Well, yeah. I'm like, okay. I know. No, it was. Karen, where do you think we, we should are, go? I don't. I don't care, Mark. <laughs> right, exactly. No, no. Uh, there we are. I think what's really awesome is we are not for want of places to ultimately hold our initial meet and greets yeah. in the downtown area. There are just so many really great options. Um, and how we end up picking something. So I'll give just one little bit more man behind the curtain. For example, one of the places we thought would have been so much fun and would have been a really great uh, meet and greet location would be, would have been the filament bar at uh, the Fremont. Yes. However, it's a for folks who have not spent enough time in the filament bar area, it is a very long and narrow mm-hmm. bar area, which if it were just 360 Vegas patrons, 360 Vegas vacation you know, patrons that were showing up and hanging out there, it would be a, it would be an idyllic spot because right. uh, either there are tables that people could sit at, or you could just kind of meander back and forth the, the length of the bar, just, you know, rubbing elbows and shaking hands and slapping backs and having a good time. But we assume on a Sunday night, there will be other people there. Yeah, right. want to exactly. Sit at the video poker bar and I mean, take it, up spots. It's in June. So there shouldn't be any, uh, you know, it's not like football season or anything like that, you know, for the Sunday, but it still doesn't mean that there isn't a hockey game or something on that, that people wouldn't, wouldn't saddle up at that bar. Hockey should be done by then. By June. Somebody could be, the point is something could be going on yeah. that people would be watching. True. Yep. So, so anyway, that was, and, and listen for folks who, uh, who were on the fence last year about Flight Club and opted <laughs> against it? Uh, I, I, you, uh, I got nothing more to say other than, and I said it last time. Frankly, I'm going to say it again, guys. I wasn't all that into fight, Flight Club, but I figured you two loved it so much. I thought, well, I, I I trust you guys. I respect your opinions. If you guys see something to it, there's there's got to be a reason you want us to all go there. <laughs> right. I'm going to go into this with a complete open mind. It was more fun than I could even possibly have imagined. Yeah, I have thought blast. about this. I, a matter of fact, had a uh, former coworker of mine take a whole, based on my recommendation from having been there because of you guys, he took a whole bunch of his fellow coworkers. They had a in a, a, a conference going on right. in yeah, Las Vegas. That's awesome. And they uh, they made a they were at they went to see the postcards from the edge or whatever the, the yeah, yeah. show is. Yeah. At the sphere. Postcards from earth. Postcards from earth. Yeah. Postcards from the edge is something <laughs> entirely different. And, uh, and, and because they were already there, he said, listen, a buddy of mine swore up and down about flight club. I know it's quote unquote just darts, but he loves the city. He loves Vegas. And he said, this was so much fun. He goes, who wants to do it? He said, everybody raved about what a great time flight club was. So That's awesome. I can't, I can't um, highlight it enough. So anyway, I am. I'm thrilled. This is. I, I never stop getting giddy about talking about these these Vegas vacations. Yeah. yeah, we're actually hitting Flight Club up again this weekend. Yep, we got some friends uh, in town that we're yes. gonna we're gonna go Super hang jealous. out with. All right, but Mark, there is some more vintage AI. What's that all about? Yeah, I love how the robots understand what I'm trying to do better than has ever been articulated before, even by me. And <laughs> so, for the record, you mentioned this last week. You just were so enthralled with it. Now we're talking about it again. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's a slow news week, so you're going to listen to how great I am, according to AI. <laughs> All right, Unlike conventional historical accounts, At360 Vegas injects life into the narratives, blending meticulous research with a passion for storytelling. From the birth of the iconic strip to the rise of legendary resorts, each episode paints a vivid picture of Las Vegas evolution. The host's deep knowledge and genuine enthusiasm for the subject matter shine through, making the journey through history both educational and entertaining. Moreover, the podcast goes beyond the obvious, uncovering hidden gems and lesser-known stories that add depth to the narrative. By bridging the gap between past and present at 360 Vegas, not only preserves the legacy of Las Vegas, but also connects listeners to the city's enduring spirit. For anyone eager to explore the roots of Sin City and understand how it became the glittering spectacle it is today, at 360 Vegas is an indispensable guide to the heart and soul of Las Vegas history. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. That's so beautiful. Just stroking, stroking your own ego there, aren't you? Uh, Doesn't it scare the <laughs> shit out of you that it's that the AI is that fucking smart? That it can yes. figure out exactly what it is that you're talking about. I mean, using words like enthusiasm, right. deep well of knowledge. I mean, that is that is ugh, frightening. <laughs> we will all, all be all controlled by the the 
the overlord. Which is why I wanted to pay our future overlords their respect. (laughs) (laughs) They wrote this. I'm sharing it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that that is that is a wonderful, a wonderful uh, AI write up of of the of the vintage stories that you do. They're just so so interesting. All right, what is going on with the... Oh, I, I vaguely heard about this. What happened with this firearm jackassery? An asshole fired off 71 rounds into the air from the balcony at MGM Signature Towers. In addition, Fuckstick flooded his hotel room and locked a dog in the bathroom because he was upset over his divorce. What? The event caused the block of Harmon to Tropicana to shut down while police investigated the incident and eventually apprehended the idiot. The 45-year-old dipshit is facing more than 70 felonies for his activities. Good. What a fucking moron. Like, listen, I understand, being a gun owner, I understand the, the, the idea of wanting to fire off a couple rounds. 70 fucking rounds? Yeah. I mean, first of all, like, you, that's not one clip. Like, you've got to make the effort to put in another clip to, to oh, yeah. continue. It's just, what a fucking idiot. I, I hope he... And it was a handgun, right? It wasn't a... Like a rifle or anything, from what I understand. From my understanding, yeah, it was a handgun, from my understanding. And it was, like, ungodly early. It was, like, 6 in the morning. I'm just squeezing off 71 fucking rounds. He's obviously a disturbed individual. Yes. Maybe there's a reason why he's getting divorced. His wife is getting, yeah. Exactly. I hope he gets, uh, I mean, he's not going to catch all those felonies, but I hope he gets a few of them. Well, and the fact that he, um, I mean, I knew he was an asshole, but the fact that he, he flooded... And locked his dog I, I in knew, the bathroom? I knew as I was reading it, I'm like, there are going to be many people who listen yes. to the story and cut right through to it, like going, what did he do to the dog? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that is unbelievable. I um, it, it, It's heartbreaking that, that there are folks who are that, I guess just mentally disturbed is the only word I can use. Yeah. They're just, uh, anyway, anyway um, well, he's got, he's got it coming to him. Yeah. Uh, Copperfield appearance. Court documents in the Jeffrey Epstein case were unsealed this week and revealed that David Copperfield, among others, including Michael Jackson, were in attendance at one of Epstein's kitty parties. <laughs> it's unclear if Copperfield was aware that the women in attendance were underage, but he did not partake in any sexual activities. He only performed some magic tricks. It's unclear how, what, if at make all... Watch you make the sausage disappear. Exactly. Whoop. I whoop. got your virginity. He's doing like his got your nose. It's unclear how, if at all, this will impact Copperfield's residency in Vegas, as he's already survived a Me Too sexual misconduct claim a few years back. So I, my only real observation about this story, generically speaking, is none of the names that have come out thus far have surprised me. <laughs> right? Now, let me, let me scratch that. Let me, yeah. let me, let I me thought the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, well, of course, Bill Clinton was on the plane. Of course, David Copperfield was there. Yeah. Right. Wait, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson is a little surprising. Yeah. Did he know there were just girls that were on the plane? <laughs> I know, right? Maybe, maybe that's where he got confused. <laughs> he's, he, he's sitting there like, he heard underage. Yeah, and then underage got excited. Like, oh, and wait. Like, oh. Bait and switch. Bait and switch. <laughs> I mean, yeah. at worst, the guy has has terrible fucking decision making, and, and although can can he, Tony, is there is could he actually get in trouble for just being there, being in a place I mean, where a crime is taking place? Um, n- arguably no. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't arguably think so. no. The, you got it. Would um, you'd have to prove that he truly had no. That he had some intention, he had to have known something about okay. uh, what was going on, or, or you know, what did you know? What did you find out? When you find, did you, you know, when did you leave? What did you see? And did you leave as soon as you know those sorts of things? But uh, you know, unlikely. Uh, but but again, I, I right now, of course, they're all saying everyone, everybody that's been named so far has said, "Oh, but I didn't do anything. Right. I was just there." Right. So, <laughs> uh, I, I think there's more uh, a second shoe to drop. Right. What, my friend, is coming in 2024? The RJ did a comprehensive article covering all the plans for Vegas in 2024. A few of the highlights include 
Blake Sheldon's $30 million place, Old Red, opening this month in front of the Grand Bazaar shops at Horseshoe. I don't know it's going to open like the 31st at like 11.59 p.m. just so they can say they made it in January. Is it still behind? (laughs) I haven't. Uh, no, it's it, it's exterior now looks like a brick building. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know what they've done inside, but I haven't seen it in a while. I don't know. Uh, Atomic Golf at the Strat is opening in February. A three hundred fifty million dollar renovation to the Ipanema Tower at Rio, including a new food court, will open in the first quarter. Swingers Las Vegas, a quote crazy golf entertainment facility, opening this fall in Mandalay Bay. Bottle Blonde, the other four-story project under construction in front of the Grand Bazaar shops at Horseshoe, next to Blake Sheldon's Old Red, is opening in the fourth quarter. The two projects will essentially block the street view from the Grand Bazaar shops. So I find that interesting. That they're like, we're just going to hide it. <laughs> like, it's not... If people can't see it, then we can't worry about it. Right. <laughs> uh, Universal Studios, year-round, 110,000-square-foot horror attraction coming to Area 15 will open at the end of the year. And the long-planned $40 million circular pedestrian bridge at the Las Vegas Boulevard and Sahara intersection is projected to be open by the end of this year. Together, these and several other projects account for $807 million in new projects coming to the city in 2024. It doesn't look like uh, Boulevard's going to be done in 2024. That was one that I specifically looked really? Yeah. Well, that's kind of surprising. Agreed. I'm sorry, jog my memory. What's Boulevard? BLVD, the the shopping plaza. That's the one that pro- that's anchored with H and M and Adidas and Puma that we talked about the other week. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> right. Next up is the Las Vegas signed bobblehead. The National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum has unveiled the first Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas signed bobblehead. Vital Vegas reports that while it doesn't have a head per se, the sign does wobble. For those of you interested in purchasing this, you can get it for $30, and it's expected to be released in February. We'll have a link on the blog as well as in the notes section of the podcast for those interested. This thing bobbles? Yeah, it, it, at, it, at its base, it, it wobbles. I think if you push the, if you watch the little video, you'll see it wobble. Oh, there's a video? Yeah, should be a video of it. Hmm. It, it looks like that, um, that sign... Actually, that you have back over there with the lights on it that yeah. goes around. It yep. looks just like that. Yep, just bobbles. It really kind of looks more like, like how it would look under a, a earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And finally, tell me about Clay Playground. A new interactive attraction that sounds better suited for Gold Spike than Luxor is coming. It's called Play Playground and features 20 larger-than-life nostalgic games that require minimum skill but are fun to play with friends. Examples include Perfect Popper, a game similar to the board game Perfection, where players attempt to match pieces to, a cor- to their correct spots before time runs out. Hmm. The tactile games feature physical aspects, memory, and puzzle games, promoting friendly competition and social media sharing. The playground will be family-friendly during the day, but adults only after 5 p.m., featuring two bars and a VIP mezzanine. Tickets for the attraction are $37. Play Playground opens at Luxor Thursday, January 18th. Where is it at in Luxor? I don't know, but I am super interested in this. This sounds like, like the potential for a Vegas vacation event, although if it actually lasts long enough to make it to Vegas Vacation 15 right. is the real question. Right. And thirty-seven dollars. So I'm, I'm curious if there's a time limit. So if you pay thirty-seven, are you only allowed to be in there for an hour, or two hours, or right. is it thirty-seven just gets you in the door like a cover charge and you just hang out as long as you want? It's got a bar in there, so I'd have to think that they want to encourage you to be there as long as possible. Um, but obviously, you've got traffic to worry about. Yeah. I mean, I would say it was similar to the um, the tea experience at uh, at um, the art museum that that we went to. Where it was, it was getting backed up, and you had to kind of uh, cycle people out as fast. Like it was, it was busy as shit at that art museum. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there, there were several things where you got to kind of go, okay, it's, you got to move along. Interesting. Yeah. I actually thought this this would be something you'd be interested in because the idea, the uh, the puzzle and memory uh, aspect to the games that that they have there. That I would be interested in. Yeah, because you're good at puzzle games and shit like that. 
you know, it's usually just matching up colors. It's not normally memory. <laughs> you can see the colors are right there in front of you. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for news. Let's roll into Prop Bets. For those of you unfamiliar, Prop Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Prop Bets is brought to you by Vegas Near Me. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me, and it's available free on Android and iPhone. LasVegasPins.com is another one of those brilliant ideas that you'll find yourself surprised wasn't already a thing in the market. Well, it is now. Thanks to LasVegasPins.com, we now have Disney-quality collectible enamel pins featuring iconic Vegas. The ever-expanding collection includes pins of Vegas Vic with a moving arm, Vegas Vicky with a kicking leg, the Tangiers, Fremont, Excalibur, Sands, and of course, the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign. These are just some of the options available, starting as low as $8 a piece. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 15 to 20%. New customers can use the promo code 360 to save one time 20%, and returning customers can use 360 Vegas for 15% off. Just go to lasvegaspins.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for lasvegaspins.com. Legendary comedian and Vegas staple Shecky Green passed away this week. Holy shit, I had no idea the guy was nine, 97 years old. I had no idea he was even alive, yeah, but at 97, I don't, Shecky had a good run. I don't even know who he is. He's got a, he's got a, my favorite joke for, uh, of his was, uh, Frank, Sinatra, Frank Sinatra is a great guy. One time he saw me getting beat up by four guys and he said, hey, guys, that's enough. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. It was announced that the XFL team, the Las Vegas Vipers, has folded and will not be incorporated into the new United Football League, which is a merger of the two spring football leagues of the USFL and the XFL. I guess we lost our $50 deposit now on the season No, I actually tickets. got a notice that we should be getting a credit back on our credit card. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yep. good. Yep. It was learned this week that Sahara is now charging automatic daily gratuity for housekeeping. This can be opted out upon check-in. If you're aware of it at the time of check-in. Well, they do have this tiny little sign, yeah. you know, sitting on the... I know personally, whenever I go to a place, I read every placard. Yes. <laughs> that, that, that's, just, that's just ingrained in me. <laughs> Hidden Play had to bow out of the New York... Uh, that's not what NY stands for, Tony. The New Year's <laughs> Eve show... Uh, so let me try that again. Sorry, everyone. Hidden Play had to bow out of the New Year's Eve show on Fremont Street when Play had to go into the hospital for emergency back surgery. Though, I guess he was tired of carrying Kit around. Oh, but I'm... The one guy left in Color Me Bad filled in. <laughs> I had to tell Karen that story. That guy literally, like, that band literally got into a fight on stage like a few years ago, and now the only guy left is, like, the lead singer. <laughs> and he's got two two other guys that are just in the band <laughs> or, or sing along or whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Vital Vegas is reporting that Mandalay Bay and Delano's new exterior lighting can now do text. I hope it's better than. Yeah, I've got a little video there for you. Check that out. I'll take us into the next one. Okay. Sin City Alerts reports that casino security were called to respond to an angry drunk male yelling at guests and employees about someone driving off with his rented electric scooter. It, it's it's unimpressive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I I mean, you really have to pay attention watching I, those I, letters. I really hope it's by. just them testing it, and it can do way better than that because it looks terrible. It looks like a like a pager. It, it looks bad. Oh my yes. god, it does. Yeah, great, great <laughs> analogy. Yes, it does look like a pager. <laughs> Las Vegas locally is reporting that Apollo Global, the company that owns Venetian and Palazzo, is looking to buy Fountain Blue in Las Vegas. No word of Fountain Blue ownership is interested in selling or what the asking price would be. I thought I saw uh, one of the Fountain Blue's executives said, yeah, not, not happening or something like that. But I would hope so. I don't want to see that much uh, consolidation in the market already. No. no, definitely not. Well, and especially to be, you know, kind of that far. I mean, at a minimum, they're divided by width. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Even even that I don't know is going uh, from wind to fountain blue would be all that walkable. I wonder if they aren't. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, they've got the the um, 
although it's not the boring um, vehicles um, okay. are connected to Fountain Blue in the convention center, but they're not connected to Venetian yet. Okay. So I could see okay. that. I could see yeah. them, their interest in getting more convention business. Like, yeah. oh, you don't want to be at our convention center? Okay, we'll put you up at Fountain Blue and we'll go to the other convention center. Right. As projected on this show, it's being confirmed that visitation from November was only slightly higher than it was in 2022, but it saw the second largest month of gaming revenue and had record-breaking average daily room rates. As a reminder, we are projecting all of these categories will increase in 2024, learning from the 2022 or 2023 November lessons. Whataburger signage has been installed, has been installed, has been installed at the new strip location in front of the Waldorf Astoria. <laughs> Just that, that location amuses me. There, nothing has been able to, to survive there. No. Not even fucking Starbucks. Nope. No word when the burger establishment will open. Final Vegas is reporting that Subway is out at El Cortez to be replaced by a Starbucks. No word on when Starbucks is expected to open. That's too bad. That's too bad. But, you know, number one, I think uh, Subway was a good fit I agree. for mm-hmm. El Cortez. Yeah. Um, it's also it, good for, for uh, late night needing munchies. Agreed. Absolutely right. Agreed. Absolutely right. <laughs> and and it seems to me, and this is maybe, I, I hope this doesn't come across as totally elitist as I fear it's going to sound, is are the people that are staying at Elko, are they really Starbucks people? <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't think of that. That's, so, that's a great point. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I thought Subway fit perfectly. Yeah. There is there another subway downtown? Uh, doesn't Plaza have yeah. one? No, I don't think I so. Oh, they Fremont. do. I think they do because I feel like I remember walking into to Plaza and, and smelling the bread baking, which right. is which is one of the things I liked about uh, it at it at El Cortez. <laughs> it, it offset some of the other smells at El Cortez. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Oh, uh, four. Oh my God, Four Queens. How could I forget? Four Queens. I have got. I won't tell the story right now on the podcast just because it, it, it takes too long. Um, and for people who don't know my buddy Jason Gillikin, you wouldn't. It, it would mean nothing to them anyway. But I have got one of the most hysterically funny stories about my buddy uh, Jason and and my wife and I at Subway at. Um, Four queens that I would love to tell you guys either off off mic when we're done recording or just someday when we're sitting around playing video poker. Yeah, I think I, yeah. I remember that story. I remember you telling us about it. Stellar, and I mean, we we still howl. We meaning the three of us, Jason and my wife, and I still howl with laughter. Uh, <laughs> I still crack up we, at the fountains of uh, El Cortez. Yeah, like that that, oh, that, that is fucking hilarious. That was one that of the best so tweets funny. I've ever seen. I should have bookmarked that one because it was hilarious. That was, that was yeah. a good one. Christina Aguilera had to postpone two of her shows at Voltaire at Venetian just after starting her new residency due to the flu. Rescheduled dates are forthcoming. This is that residency that requires a minimum spend on food and beverage, right? So far, nobody's been screaming about it, so they apparently know of a market that that just isn't us, so... I or mean, they haven't they haven't experienced it yet and found out you haven't. Hit yeah, to be fair, right? she's had like four shows, so to be fair. Yeah, yeah just started and then you know had to close or reschedule right. due to being sick. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. we've talked about this a couple of times on the podcast with the other assorted major stars like Christina Aguilera coming into town, and then um, I'm thinking of Adele in particular, where people come into town for these yeah. concerts for you, yeah. and, and, and I get it. I get it. Christina Aguilera could not have foreseen I, she was going to I, get the flu. I feel, I, I mean, there, I think we're talking two very different situations because I think course, Adele certainly. just went batshit crazy and had a meltdown Agreed. versus, Agreed. you know, Christina's sick. You, you can't, Agreed. can't do anything but about being sick. I can't imagine how heartbreaking that would be. Or frustrating or pissed off. Yeah, maybe that's a better word to use. Frustrating. You've got this whole trip planned because you're going to, I mean, you're still in Las Vegas, so you're still going to have an absolutely wonderful time. But the real thing that you planned your trip around, you wanted to see this. Yeah. And then, and then you can't do it, you know, unless you live in say LA where you can drive back because you're a five out, four hour drive away. You just you end up getting your money back for the tickets. I I would I would presume, and you just and you missed it. That's um. I just I felt bad when I, I saw this. I thought God, that would be so, so frustrating. If, yeah. To be in that in that boat. It would have been. Sin City Alerts is reporting that police were called to respond to reports of a drone flying near windows of an upper floor hotel room, 
uh, or the upper to- upper hotel fl- rooms, uh, possibly <laughs> using it to look inside. I think I put rooms like four times in there. <laughs> so it was flying near the windows of the upper floors of a hotel. Yes. Okay. Possibly looking into the rooms. What did they do? Shoot it down? I, I don't I don't know what they did. It just said that they were they were called to respond. Interesting. That's a new one. Vital Vegas is reporting that the bird bar space at Flamingo has been cleared out, making way for Gordon Ramsay's second burger location. That's a uh, you know, great I'm, location for that because it's going to be right burger, on the strip. It's going to be. I agree. I think packed. it's going to be huge for him. I, I, I agree. I, you know, looking at this picture that that Scott has posted of the empty uh, area, it's going to I mean, it's, it, first of all, it doesn't appear to be all that big. I mean, I guess I don't really know where Scott was standing in relation to maybe how much space more was behind him. Mm. Um, but regardless, this is this is going to be a. That's a hell of a, a location. Yeah. yeah. But then again, is, is, is Margaritaville, the restaurant Margaritaville still in yeah. Flamingo yeah. as well? It, yeah, it's there. the one right there in the corner. Yeah. It's okay. literally right on the corner next to Link. So this is a little bit south of that. This is where the Margaritaville Casino was. Yeah. And I, but again, in it. my head, I thought the Margaritaville Casino was, off, was an awfully small location. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like I said, I... I think, it, I think it's longer than it was wider. So it was definitely long. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they end up putting the kitchen, though, and how Agreed. how yeah. much seating and yeah. stuff they're going to have in there. Outdoor seating. Yeah. Well, that that's the other thing that'll be jam packed yep. there. Tiesto announced he will have a residency at Fountain Blue. No word when it will start, how long it will last, or how much he's getting paid. Moonshot.com is the place where you can get your favorite vintage Vegas shirts. Incredibly comfortable to wear, available in male and female cuts, multiple colors and sizes, reasonably priced, and cool as hell. Options include this week's featured property, the Stardust. The Stardust has had a number of iconic marquees. Not just iconic, they were also influential, inspiring the market to follow suit. Before its dynamic duo of monster frontage and 188-foot-tall roadside marquee, Stardust had an elegant roadside sign of a globe with what resembled the rings of Saturn surrounding it and space to advertise whatever the featured attraction that week was. While the Neon Museum was able to save the better known of the two marquees, sadly, this sign was lost to time. This and dozens of other vintage Vegas shirts, including multiple Stardust shirts, are available at moonshot.com starting at $27. Use the promo code 360Vegas no spaces, and save 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com, that's M-0-0-N-S-H-O-T, or just go to the blog 360vegaspodcast.com and click on the banner ad for moonshot.com. The plot of land formerly home to the frontier, currently home to a dirt lot, will be used by Wynn, current owners of the land, for Super Bowl parties. Huh. That's the, a dirt lot doesn't seem like the best location to how host a Super <laughs> I Bowl think. party, <laughs> or or at least I don't I wouldn't imagine that people that win are trying to attract want to stand in a <laughs> open dirt lot for a Super Bowl. Well, I'm sure they'll have tents and other things set up and right. whatever, but almost like a, a tailgate. I mean, I guess it maybe does they'll seem throw some like grass down. I don't know. Yeah, too. They could roll out the fake carpet. Right. <laughs> And lastly, businesses that reportedly lost millions in revenue due, due to the F1 race are asking the LVCVA to compensate them for their losses. I have been Why? dying to listen to, or to, to hear your both of your thoughts on this. What do you what do you th- is that so? So my first question is why are they going after the LVCVA? I mean, what, why are they asking? Good. good well, because the convention center is the one that that worked with F1. They're they're brought them into town. Okay. And, and so did the LVCVA get revenue from F1? Well, yeah, tax revenue. I mean, I mean the 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 event, you know, okay, generated tax revenue. And I guess my it, it seems like a stretch to me. For, I I, I argue, uh, so the, the questions that I I had was for one, isn't this for the greater good? You know, it, 
Well, uh, yes, I think as we saw from some of the numbers, it's for the greater good of the city. Right. But there were some, and again, having driven over that temporary bridge right. that was on Flamingo, the businesses down there just got hammered because you couldn't get to them. Okay, so let me ask you, is does the city owe anyone for anything, like, ever? I, I wouldn't think so. That doesn't make sense to me. Okay. I mean, I have... I know if they're so if they're taking land. So let's say they decide they're going to widen a road or something like that. Right. And so they're going to take the land from what do they call that? Eminent an domain. Easement? Oh, eminent domain. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be an easement because if they're going to take it, they're just taking the land. You know, usually there's some kind of compensation for that. Mm-hmm. But they didn't take any land. They it just, it they, just yeah, the construction they fucked did them. all the construction on public streets. Yeah. So I don't know, Tony, what you think. I wouldn't think that there's any liability from the city on this. No, there certainly wouldn't be any liability. I think what they're likely going to do is I think they're likely going to go to the LVCVA and in one hand have their financial records from 2022. That's exactly what they're doing. In one hand and and, in their financial records of 2023 and say, listen, a year ago during this month, we made 6% more than we did this year. And I saw one that was cut in half. I, mean, I was going to say, this is going to be more like a 20 to 50% impact, I would oh, think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one I saw was half. Be that as it may, they're going to say, all of this, you, you LVCVA, are 100% responsible for the discrepancy between the 2022 numbers and the 2023 numbers. So make us whole, is what I assume they're going to ask of the LVCVA. What do you think um, they're going to do? I think they're... Who who do I think what LVCA is going to do or yeah. or the the businesses? No, LVCVA. Well, the businesses are just oh, gonna, they are going to continue to run their business. I think the LVCV is going to uh, look at the business owners and tell them to go pound sand. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I I just don't think there's a leg to stand on on this. I I, I I feel for them, but at the same oh, yeah. time, I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like like yeah. this is. This is good for the city. I mean, the next thing you know, like, I, okay, so to, to kind of follow their logic, is Caesars going to file a complaint? Because I can guarantee, although they might have some high, high rollers right. that came in, I mean, you know those properties of Caesars that were inside the track just got killed. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's Wait, a stretch. Yeah, LVCVA should say, you know what, whoa, 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 hey, we're not the ones that made all the all the f1 money go talk to the businesses that were raking it in right on the other side they're the ones that took your money you go ask them for your money because we don't have your money right i mean and i and i feel bad because that's kind of like on you know let let the big boys continue to push everybody around so they can they can make money but yeah ultimately i mean this was billions of dollars that was brought in i mean and we're talking tens if, if not hundreds of millions in tax revenue you know that that was brought in by this, and this just seems like it sucks that that you know some of these people you that know happen. Yeah, but sorry, you know they, they, that that's all you're getting from us. Sorry, sorry, this affects you that way. Sorry, not sorry. Right. Exactly. <laughs> all right, that's gonna do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. And this week, we've got some some fun stuff. We've got some uh, PayPal donations, and we got an email. So, Karen, why don't you roll into our first PayPal donation? All right. So the first one we have is from Alberta Gambler, who writes, Thanks so much for the show, folks. Donation for my wife and I's upcoming Vegas trip in January. Happy New Year, 360 Vegas crew. Cheers. The Alberta Gambler. He's like- the pilot, right? He is. He is. Okay, that's right. Well, hopefully, I mean, I'm not sure when he's coming in in January, but maybe he gives us a heads up and a shout out. It'd be nice to meet him. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. We've got a second one then. Okay. Well, I didn't know if you were going to introduce it. Yeah, um, sorry. I, you know, we never really stick to a... a <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. We kind of bounce back and forth. But yeah, tell, tell me about the PayPal donation from John Chan. So John writes, Happy New Year donation for Good Vegas Times in 2024. Thanks for all you guys do. 
We'll be in Vegas during the MLK weekend, hitting the Neon Museum and a show that we didn't hit during the last visit. If you guys are around for a beverage, let us know. We are around for a beverage, John. We're always around for a beverage. Absolutely. That's super, because that's a three-day weekend for for most folks. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't blame them for going in on that weekend. That'll be a that should be a really good time. And the Neon Museum, well, I have only done it once, but it is it is something I would do again in a heartbeat. Did so, you go? Did you do the Brilliant Show, or did you go during the day? Oh my God! I guess I did do it twice, didn't I? I've done the day. <laughs> okay. I did the day before Brilliant was even a thing. Okay. And then I went back just for Brilliant. I'll tell you what, you've got to go back if, yeah. if it's been a few years because what they've yes. done to it since then is really impressive. It, it really is. They've got so many more signs that are lit and or you know activated just inside the regular park, yeah. not oh, not that. at the Brilliant show. So yeah, it's it's really cool to see. Speaking of, I got to put that on my list of things to to get again. Is another. Uh, uh, membership. To oh, did our membership expire? Yeah, no, I have to get another one. Um, yeah, no, it's it's worth going back and seeing again, even if you've done it once, because they they're just they're doing so much work. I mean, obviously around the city, they keep putting up more refurbed signs, you know, on Las Vegas Boulevard or down on Fremont or that kind of thing. But just within um, the the I call it a park. But in, inside the museum itself, you know, the outdoor piece of it, they've got a lot that are... The Moulin Rouge still is just amazing to me that they've got that sign put back together and working. It's oh, it's just crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So. All right. Let's roll into an email from John Leonard. So John writes, We'll be watching fireworks from the 61st floor of Fountain Blue. Here are some dining reviews. So I'm guessing he was here for New Year's Eve. Yes. Okay. Mother Wolf is our favorite. The menu is confusing, but once you get past that, the food is excellent. (laughs) (laughs) The the images on the menu are are a little, make you twitch a little bit too. Oh, really? Oh, that's the, yeah, that one image of the the mother wolf and the, oh, yeah, it's it's creepy. Yeah. Uh, Komodo was good. Vita is my favorite for breakfast. Mary loves the souffle pancakes at La Fontaine. Vita, isn't that is that the cafe? That's where we ate, right? I don't recall. I think that's a cafe. KYU was good, but some things were spicier than Mary likes. We'll return and try other things too. Okay. Sounds like they just ate their way across the oh, property. Oh, I know they I tore like this. this property up. I couldn't wait to share this. <laughs> Don's prime is excellent, but they missed the temperature on Mary's steak. She ordered it well done. I know, but she doesn't like to see red or much pink. No, that's fine. We do well done. I no, we do medium well. Oh, medium well. That's right. This one's even more done. Well, that's good. It's it's her food. It, it is it's your food. You're paying for it. Get that's it right. however you want it. Uh, and you'll see in the photos they didn't even get it to medium. Oof. Holy cow! Oh, wow. So wait, so you ordered well done and you got medium yeah, rare? And got yeah. Oh, wow. that's nice. not good. You know what that was? That was that was some cook in the in the back who said. I'm not going to do what you want. I think that's exactly <laughs> what happened. I think it was a cook that said, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do that to this cut of meat. You will get the piece of meat that I want you to have, which I think is <laughs> bullshit. I'm, I'm, I'm a, and it says here that, um, what did he say here? Uh, didn't even get it, but it was delicious. Yeah. So either he or she must have eaten it and enjoyed it. But I know, right? I, Maybe he looked I, at it. It was like going, fuck that. I'm eating it. Well, or she just <laughs> right. ate around the edges. Oh, yeah, right. sure, for sure. Where it's most. See, I don't, I don't send a lot of things back, but man, if you, if you do that to my steak, I'm like, dude, I gotta eat this. Man. Yeah, I, I can't do a steak. I mean, medium, I can do medium rare, depending on the cut of steak. Like, if it was a ribeye, I could probably. I, feel, do that I feel too rare. much like a carnivore when I have to chew too much. Like, like when it, when it gets, <laughs> when it gets medium rare and it, it becomes chewy, I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like, like juice is dripping down my chin and like I, I don't know I feel like a Neanderthal okay uh, so John <laughs> continues uh, the tavern the French dip was great chicken strips a little rubbery Oof. worst service we had at Fountain Blue mm-hmm. I also made the mistake of sitting cl- too close to the Kino machine I love casino sounds but not the Kino m- machine repetitive noise oh I wonder if it was that that poor pterodactyl casino game we, oh where does the screeching thing <laughs> God, it fucking gives me nightmares. <laughs> I hate it so much. And then lastly, last point here from John, the promenade. Bagel place is good. We did not enjoy. <laughs> so I, I don't know if that means they didn't really enjoy the bagel place, but then why would you say good? Or they didn't enjoy the promenade food maybe court just, in general. Maybe it's, it's just kind of like, we tried the bagel place. 
That's good. We didn't enjoy it. Let me, let me do a quick Google That's search because you know what I wonder. I wonder if the promenade has like more than just a oh, bagel they do. place. Yeah, you know, it's got a coffee shop and oh. a bagel place and a sandwich place and a couple other concepts that haven't opened yet. Oh, so, so maybe, maybe like the bagel place. He just didn't like the concepts. Or what he could be saying is we really didn't get a chance to enjoy it much. Like they, they went and they grabbed a bagel, which they thought was good, but they really didn't get a chance to try out everything else. Oh, that's an, hmm. that's an interesting way to look at it. Okay. So many ways, John, you, you should have written this clearer. <laughs> I know. So I know, many questions. Right? Like he did such a great <laughs> job of just these, these tiny summaries, but now, now we're left with questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the so lesson you can't here, win. folks. You can't win. You, right, you, say, <laughs> you need to be descriptive and include details, but not so many right. details that Tony decides to edit you down. <laughs> I, I, I guarantee most of the listeners think exactly that. Like, what is the sweet spot for this guy? And remember, your ratings must be whole numbers, not not decimals. Right. Uh, exactly. That's right. I will, I will round up or down if you give me decimal points. I love it. All right. All right. All right, gang. I think we should probably get out of here. That's going to do it for episode number 470. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. You get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360Vegas and get 360Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, much like our buddy uh, Alberta Gambler, John Chandler, and John Leonard did, please... Send that email over to Mark. His email address is 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360VegasTony. Karen. I'm at 360VegasKaren. Just told you where you can find me. So until next time. Bye.